On today's Smart 7, RT are back in the spotlight. Stars walk out of the premiere as strike kicks in and lots more. It's Friday the 14th of July. It's Shark Awareness Day and happy birthday, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. RT were back once again in the Oireachtas committee rooms on Thursday, although they brought a fresh cast, including brand new Director General Kevin Backhurst. Things started well as chairperson of the RT board, Shoni Rahalig, was busy singing the praises of the new DG, even if she did choose a somewhat unfortunate metaphor. I think it is fair to say that in a few short days, he is steadying the ship of RT by taking swift action on a range of important matters, from leadership reform to the introduction of a register and more. Things didn't go well from there, though, as Noel Kelly client Dave Fanning was reprimanded for referring to the hearing as a non-skull Oireachtas Nuremberg trial, a remark he then apologised for via Twitter. It also turned out that despite assurances Ryan Tuberty wouldn't lose his job by Friday, as he feared, he's not being paid by RTE until the contract issues are resolved. There is no salary being currently paid. Uh, as of this week now. Um, yeah, which just as no, because we need to agree what that level of that is. It also turns out there were meetings between just former DG D Forbes and super agent Noel Kelly. And most dramatic of all, Breed Oakey, former CFO, was busy texting interim DG Adrian Lynch, despite saying she was unavailable to appear. Can I ask to make one clarification? Because I received a text from the former CFO just to say that she would dispute uh, the idea that uh, nobody on the exec board knew. No, no, we cannot There's receive second-hand evidence. We cannot receive second-hand evidence. Text message yeah. from yeah. my God. With no firm date for the completion of the long-awaited National Children's Hospital and no final figure on the costs, tempers got a little frayed in the dole on Thursday. The original date was November of last year, but now it seems more likely to be 2024. And Sinn Féin's David Colnan wanted to know what exactly the government are doing to deal with the drifting deadlines and budget. We cannot simply, uh, simply continue to write cheques with no guarantees. So can I ask you that are you going to commit more money to this project without any certainty on completion date. Donald Michael Martin was in full school teacher mode in his response. He says he's not prepared to agree any deadlines until the excess claims made by the builder are reviewed and challenged rather than being signed off and added to the two billion plus budget. And there shouldn't be compromise on contesting those claims. I mean that. And if that means delay, so be it. Painful it is, is unsatisfactory as it is in terms of completion timeframes. We need to stick with the process. UK Defence Secretary Ben Wallace's remarks over Ukraine using the US and UK like an Amazon for armaments continued to cause controversy on Thursday. Ukraine's top security official Oleski Danilov was in a forgiving mood saying that he knew that that wasn't Ben's real position and blaming the remarks on too much emotion. PM Rishi Sunak made a statement on the NATO summit to the House of Commons re-emphasising the UK's support for Ukraine and painted a positive picture on how the UK's support is received. UK Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer was equally happy to give his full backing to British support for Ukraine and NATO. In an ever more dangerous world, we must be united and NATO must be coordinated, ready to adapt and ready to strengthen. We must stay the course and make sure Putin's brutal ambition ends 
in his total defeat. After Russia's mini-mutiny, Russian journalist and author Mikhail Zygar says he thinks that Putin has lost control of his supporters. And although it may take years, we're seeing the beginning of his regime's collapse. Now it's obvious that he cannot manage it. Putin is not really in, in control. So it's obvious that he, he cannot run the whole system and the system is, is about to collapse. The U. Edward story rumbled on on Thursday with the BBC resuming its internal investigation of the presenter's behaviour even after the police found no evidence of criminality. Meanwhile, Rupert Murdoch's Talk TV has apparently paid the parents behind the original allegation tens of thousands for an interview to be broadcast as a documentary series. Jane Cantor, investigations editor with Deadline, says that this is another example of News UK using its power to whip up a story. What it does do is feed a wider a, a wider media ecosystem at News UK. Yeah, they've got an outrage machine to fill with content on talk radio and talk TV. Uh, the Times has covered uh, yeah, extensively uh, this issue and uh, that all works in the favour of News UK. So to come on the Smart 7, Dele Alley opens up and actors leave Oppenheimer premiere as strike begins. Right after this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back. Dele has been through a lot. At just 27, he's played for England, Spurs, Everton and most recently Turkish side Besiktas. He sat down with Gary Neville's The Overlap and revealed that we didn't know half of what he's been through. He's just come out of rehab after struggling while at the Turkish club and needing help for a sleeping pill addiction and mental health issues. He's also opened up about the trauma he'd been through as a child for the first time. At six, I was molested by my mum's friend and then I was sent to Africa to learn discipline and then I was sent back. Seven, I started smoking. Eight, I started dealing drugs. Eleven, I was hung off a bridge. And then, yeah, 12, I was adopted, so. The Hollywood writer's strike has been going on for over 70 days now with no sign of progress. But on Thursday night, things kicked up a notch. Now 160,000 actors are now also going out on strike as the SAG-AFTRA union has failed to come to an agreement with studio bosses. It will have a dramatic effect on the TV and movie industry with striking actors not allowed to do interviews, premieres, junkets, podcasts or even personal appearances. And to reinforce how seriously they're taking it, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon and the cast of Oppenheimer walked out of their own 
own London premiere on Thursday evening. Matt says it's important, but it'll be painful. But nobody wants a work stoppage. It's painful for every other guild, really painful for IATSE and all of our brothers and sisters there. Nobody wants that, but, but we gotta, we got to be working under contracts that are fair. We're in the final few hours of Henry Cavill as The Witcher on Netflix. Liam Hemsworth is warming up on the sidelines, ready to jump in for Series 4. But can he really out-Cavill Cavill? The stubble, the blonde hair, the gravelly voice. Oh, anyway, sorry, I lost myself for a second. I was going to say the final chapter of Witcher Season 3, and that's Episodes 6, 7 and 8, drop on July 27th. Brewing outside is nothing compared to what Geralt will unleash to protect his daughter. There has to be another way. Remember your strength. We need you. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday, the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.